Welcome to Wild Tater, the food forest podcast. Today we're going to talk about one of my favorites, the Nanking cherry, Prunus tomentosa. You guys, I am a massive cherry fan, and if I could only choose one kind of cherry to have in my yard, it would be absolutely full of Nanking cherries. In fact, it will be absolutely full of Nanking cherries. These things are amazing and beautiful and tasty. Let's get on with it. The Nanking cherry occupies the shrub layer, and that is because it grows hmm, six to 10 feet tall and up to 15 feet wide. Most of the ones I've seen have been somewhere around, I don't know, five to six feet tall and just round, just kind of a, a thick bush. And I think that the people who had that bush, and it was a beautiful bush, starting to get berries, it was uh, kind of uh, late spring, it, uh, it was probably pruned pretty vigorously. And these do take prunes very well. We'll get into that in a little bit. Okay, so they're cold hardiness zones. This is one place that as a cherry, the Nanking shines above every other cherry I have ever seen. They can take down to zone two and then can go up to zone seven. So cold wise, they can withstand cold down to negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, be aware of that upper side if you're in a warmer region. If you're in a zone 8 or 9, you're likely not to be able to get the uh, Nanking cherry to grow very well. It likes that good cold. That said, it also likes sun, and it likes, you know, a short, hot summer. It's okay with a good, short, hot summer. It's fine with that. So don't think that it has to be cold all year, but, uh, but it will take a good, hard, cold every year. It's awesome. For that. The soil pH preference is between 5.5 and 7.5, which also is, for a cherry, rather unique. Most cherries kind of prefer the 5.5 to 6, maybe 6.5, and the Nanking cherry will take, you know, 7.0, 7.5, probably even more than that. And I forgot to mention in case you have not heard of this, but perhaps have heard of it by another name, the Nanking cherry is also known as the Manchu cherry, the Downy cherry, Mountain cherry, Mongolian cherry, Chinese bush cherry, and hedge cherry. Not to be confused with the choke cherry or the choke berry, which are two different plants entirely. Uh, or Aronia, for example, which is one of the is the choke berry. Anyway, the blooming season for the Nanking cherry is early spring into summer. Harvest season is July and August, depending on your particular climate, area of the world, so forth. Fruiting age. This is another unique thing about this cherry tree. Two years. If it's two years old and it's had a good head start, it can fruit in two years. For most people, it is about two years from the time they plant it in the ground. If they're buying it a, you know, as a small shrub, as a plant, it's, it's often two years before they'll see fruit. But keep in mind, and this is important for pollination for fruit, it is to some degree self-pollinating. If you just have one Nanking cherry, you're like to, likely to get a fruit here and there. But you're not going to get very much at all. 
However, get more fruit or more plants in and they will have increasing um, yields for each additional plant. So if you have two plants, you'll have quite a few fruits on both. You have three plants, you'll have a lot of fruit on both. You have 10 plants, 15 plants, you're going to have a nice, thick, heavy crop of Nanking cherries. Their size at maturity, we briefly mentioned, 6 to 10 feet high, 15 feet wide. Um, I should say rarely 15 feet wide. Um, though they can and have been known occasionally to grow up to 15 feet tall as well. That is, for you metric folk, 1.8 to 3 meters um, in height, 4.6 meters in width, and rarely growing to 4.6 meters tall and and you know th that height is if they go completely unpruned but again they can take a good prune these are a hedge bush they are a really good hedge bush i recommend them as as a hedge windbreak hedge we'll get into that more in a minute their sun needs they do prefer full sun but they can take part shade I suspect in particularly warm areas, they'll probably take a good hard shade too. Though be aware, like most fruits, without some sun, they're going to have a hard time producing fruits. Their preferred habitat, well, it's they are native to China and the Himalayan mountains, which so we're talking high, cold, and you know, kind of open range. Yeah, open mountain range-ish. Picture a mountain side where the sun is hitting them and then, you know, they have an early sunset and, and blasting cold winds and so forth. And, you know, they're, in, at least in the cold season, and, and they're just loving it. They're, they're living it up, doing great. Their growth rate is moderate. As far as cherry trees are concerned, these are a fast um, to produce cherry tree, uh, grow pretty vigorously for a cherry tree. Most cherries grow fairly slowly. And so if you're wanting a fast growing cherry, this is a way to go. If you're looking for something to fill that spot and hurry and, you know, grow up quick, it, again, it's moderate grower. So it, it, it's not a fast grower, but it, it'll grow there. It'll, it'll get there. Reproductive rate is actually quite low. Uh, it's not something that is likely to pop up from roots very often. It's not that it's unheard of, but it's un, not likely to s be seen very often. Um, they're actually more often reproduced by seed. Now, with all the fruit on it, you would think they would be popping up, you know, cherry trees all over the place. But fact is, birds don't let you do that. So they are often reproduced by birds, which is to say the birds eat the cherry, poop out the seed, the seed grows and you have another Nanking cherry. The average lifespan of a Nanking cherry is about 50 years, which isn't bad considering its size. It's kind of a, you know, those little, those hedgy kind of bushes. That's not a terribly uh, short life. That's not bad for compared to other cherry trees, especially something like a black cherry tree. It uh, may seem quite short, but remember this is a hedge. So, you know, if you do get a few sprouters here and there, you may want to let them grow or maybe get them started yourself. I've heard that they're not too difficult to start from seed if you, you know, plant the, uh, the pits. 
And the family that they are in, the plant family, is the Rosaceae family. Okay, so if you are in a cold climate and you love cherries, you've got to have some Nanking cherries. If you're not familiar with Nanking cherries or have never had them or you're wondering, are these like bitter cherries? Are they sour or are they more like sweet cherries? I would compare, the, at least from the ones that I have tasted, I would call them a halfway point between a tart cherry and a sweet cherry which is such a nice middle ground, wouldn't you say? Because those tart cherries are, are lovely in pie, you know, and, and sometimes off the, vine, off the tree, they're kind of like, mm, ooh, I don't want to eat too many of those in one sitting, but yeah, it's yummy, you know, and then you eat a sweet cherry straight off the thing, and it's just like, oh, you know, no, no tartness at all, you know, and they're eating straight off, but then for pie, nah, you know, maybe, all right, if, you, if that's what you got, you know, certainly good on it ice cream topper or whatever, but uh, Nanking cherry kind of gets the best of both worlds. It'll have enough tartness to be make a good pie, enough sweetness to be eaten fresh. Um, I have not yet had one around in our land long enough to try making a pie out of it, but based on the taste and based from on what I've heard from other people who have grown them, you can do anything with these cooking-wise that you can do with other cherries. So pies, yogurt, uh, uh, muffins, use them for an ice cream topper. I've even uh, seen recipes. I'd like to find one using fresh cherry blossoms, but cherry blossom lotions and, and, and so forth. Um, but again, these fruits are just delicious. And so they're, they're a really good producer for uh, food. Now, how much does one Nanking cherry bush produce? Well, a mature bush can provide between 12 to 15 pounds of fruit per year, you know, per bush. And so if you, like I said, grow these as a hedge, which they are very well suited for, you may have, say, 20 of them. That's 20 uh, Nanking cherry bushes, each providing, let's just go on the low end, you know, and say 10 pounds each, you know, 10 pounds, 20 trees, you've got 200 pounds of fruit there. Um, and, you know, what are you going to do with that? Take them to your farmer's market, cook everything you can, bottle and, and jam, and, and, you know, just go to town and have a great time with these cherries because if you're in a cold climate and you want cherries, this is the way to go. As far as ecological use, I mentioned briefly they can be a windbreak um, and a hedge. I would also suggest that if you're in an area where, you know, you're struggling to get your food forest off the ground, try some Nanking cherries. I wouldn't call them the best thing to stick in a barren, empty field. You know, there's some things like, like willows. If you just have a drip from your hose going constantly 24-7 on a, a willow branch that you stick in the ground you will soon have a willow tree there. And, and we can talk sometime about the difference between a, a pioneer species and a trailblazer spe species there. They fill a very similar niche. Pioneer is more focused on native type of things that grow in your area. Trailblazer is just like, I gotta get this forest up right now. I've gotta get things growing. So what can I put in the ground to get things going? I wouldn't have this be the very first thing that you plant 
But as soon as you've planted a few trailblazers around, throw in some Nanking cherries because these will be a hardy grower. They will they will produce fruit fairly soon. They're fairly drought tolerant and uh, probably more so than most cherries are. Remember, these are a wild mountain cherry. I mean, these are these are something that know how to get by, and so uh, you just got to help them get established in the first place and. There'll be no stopping them. The only thing I have for a caution is the pits. Um, cherries of any kind, like all, uh, sorry, like uh, peaches and, and plums and so forth, those pits have just a little bit of that, of that hydrogen cyanide that, that apples have and, and different things like that have. And so, you know, if you were to eat the pits in quantity, um, you might suffer from some stomach aches, headaches, nausea, dizziness, respiratory challenges. You don't want to go there, okay? Um, unless you really know what you're doing and really know how to prepare pits for eating, I would recommend just throw the pits out to grow new Nanking cherries and to grow new Nanking cherries to to pollinate your present crop and expand your hedge. Um, there's, since, since that's the best way to propagate these anyway, spit the pits where you want new cherries or collect them up and feed them to your birds who can poop them out where they can grow. <laughs> I have a suspicion that in the next few years, certainly in the next couple of decades, um, as far as cold climates are concerned, Nanking cherries are going to take over the market both at farmers markets and grocery stores, these are such a sustainable cherry. And since they are mostly grown by seed, they are not locked into the uh, grafting cycle where they are not able to adapt to their surroundings as well as something that grows from seed and so forth. So these are growing from generation to generation by seed, preferably, uh, and therefore adapting to the areas that they are in, making it so that, you know, if if you're even in a slightly warmer area, maybe you're in a zone 7, which is a little warm for it, but it'll probably do okay, they may start adapting to the point where you can get some zone 8 Nanking cherries and so forth. That's what happens when you um, propagate genetically, and these do that brilliantly. They are primarily propagated that way. So I think within a few years, we're going to see these things all over the place and everybody's going to be wanting them. And if you're in a homeowner's association where they only let you have a lollipop tree and a couple of hedge bushes or maybe a hedge going down a sidewalk, you put in some Nanking cherries. They'll have beautiful blossoms, impress your neighbors, and uh, so nobody calls and complains on you. Meanwhile, you're sneaking your harvest of several pounds of fruit every year. I highly recommend that. Just keep them nice and trimmed so that you can keep your nosy neighbors out of your business. <laughs> and then bring them a bottle of cherries that you tell them that you got from the farmer's market. Because heaven forbid you grow your own food. Just kidding. Thanks for listening, you guys.